It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host. That's the Diddy NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. Talk. <laughs> that one kind of hurt there to say that. Um, and as usual, I'm joined by my old buddy, my old pal. Um, pe- this is a, a little known fact, but uh, me and Daryl have been brothers for uh, all of my life. So at Daryl J. O'Brien, what's going on with that? Oh, oh hi, Steve. <laughs> Did you not expect me to, uh, to no, talk to you? No, I decided that's my, that's my new entrance. That is. Um, I did get a few suggestions. Right. Some of them would have probably got me in jail. Um, okay. So on social media, I did get a few very good suggestions as to what my entrance should be. But I've decided to go with the surprised. Oh, oh, hi, Steve. Mm. And the reason for that is I used to have a boss, a very good lawyer in Dublin in one of my old firms, who um, he would call you on his phone. Right. And when you would pick up, he'd go, oh, oh, hi, Daryl. <laughs> but, but you called me. How oh. is this surprising for you? I, don't I mean, I loved him. He was as mm. close to a genius as I've come across in quite a while. So, you know, normal human interaction really wasn't his thing. But the surprise, every time he used to ring me, it was, oh, oh, hi, Daryl. It's going, so did weird. you expect it to be? Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was very funny. So I'm going with that. He went through that whole process of like, you know, finding your number, calling your yeah. number, waiting for you to answer and then acting surprised. That's a long uh, process to go through to act shocked. It's also that other thing I've noticed people do. Um... I know Irish people do it. I'd imagine English people do it as well. But you know, you're sitting around a couch mm. and someone takes out a box of chocolates and they start passing them around to the people that are there. There's always one person who will go, oh, oh, chocolates, thanks very much. Even though they know the chocolates have been coming for the last four people on the round. But anyway. So yeah, I, we could go for ages on this. But what I find is, is that, uh, you know, there's folks who when I go shopping and they have a big trolley full of stuff, no kids, on their own, they unpack the trolley and then they pack the trolley stuff into bags and then they go, oh, as if like it's a surprise yeah. that they have to get out their wallet or purse to pay for things, you know, but they'll hold their keys and their yep. phone separate. Um, but the, when it comes to actually taking out the money, it's like a massive shock to them. Hey. Oh, it's also very annoying. Yeah, I used to work, when I used to work, when I used to tend bar, Oh, nice right. ten bar. Put yourself through university. uni. Oh wow! Uh, same thing. You'd get that thing where someone would order fifteen drinks. They'd have you'd have them all up in the bar for them, and then you'd give them the price, and they'd act surprised as if the next stage in this transaction is they pay for them. They just it never dawned on them. Yeah, and there'd always be the eyes rolled behind them, going, "Oh, for God's sake!" Oh, without a doubt, yeah, because it's usually like ten people deep, and you're like, "Going, lad, have your card out or your money, yeah, or your Bitcoin or whatever people are paying for it these days." Your watch. I will say this though, for people going back to the uh, supermarket and doing your shop, there is that thing now of, especially when you go to the likes of Little or Aldi, where they just literally put the stuff into a cannon and fire it at you. So I do get. I mean, the panic what? I get when I go there. You know, they just keep they blip blip. Blip, blip. Oh the yeah, and, comes flying down and the counter and isn't long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get, you, just, you can't get the stuff in, and then, and then you know she's judging you because mm. you're not getting them into the bags quick enough. In the panic. Yeah, they do it deliberately too. I think. I think they're like, oh, wait, get a load of this business. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy's such an idiot. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, wait, what, why are we here? Quick why snaps. Are we here? Well, we're here quick. for quick snaps. <laughs> oh, you're doing it. You're doing, you're doing it. it. Oh, you're doing it. Doing it. Oh, I think I've. Oh, I heard him do it in the background there. You've got. I think I've pulled something doing it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely you doing people don't see you actually rubbing your fingers there but that could go either way but come here yeah, to me um, Carolina yeah. Panthers so what we can say is is Christian McCaffrey's out so uh, see ya yeah. 
But yeah, basically saw that. Now, I will say that uh, when I was reading that this morning, I think Matt Rule said that on the 15th, which was yesterday. Mm. So I'm kind of thinking he's either doing one of two things. He's either pretending that, he, you know, maybe McCaffrey isn't as injured. I think it's only it's, it's a tie injury, isn't it? So yeah. I'm kind of hoping he's either injured and he's out or he's just biding his time and he actually will play. So I suppose that remains to be seen. But I, to be honest, I don't think even with McCaffrey playing, I don't see him doing a number on us i hope not anyway i mean they've lost the last seven of their last eight mm. um, yeah, pretty what are they, four and nine yeah four um, and nine which sort of you know there's there's two areas of thought here right one is that they're not telling the truth about mccaffrey mm. and the other one is is that he is their offense he's their star player yeah. um so w- uh, with their record now what's the point you know they think they just hold him yeah. out anyway um do we mention the fact that he got his thigh injury during the bye week no, we leave that one. Cool. So no, no. <laughs> he's doing some quick snaps action, but uh, yeah, I mean they've only won four games all season. Strangely, against some yeah. opponents where you wouldn't hey, have expected it, to it you get know. Over. Yeah. yeah, Chargers, I mean, Cardinals, would... Falcons, and uh, Lions. They shut out the Lions completely, which was a surprise, and that was that was three weeks ago. So yeah, I mean so at the four. minute it's a nine point spread in favor of Packers. Mm. Um, Packers wire their headline this morning was Panthers huge underdogs for Saturday night matchup with the Packers. So I think that sums it up from what they even think. Yeah, they've also got a short week. Their turnaround. I mean, after their loss to the Broncos, they've obviously less time. They've lost games they probably should have won. I think it's the story of their season so far. I mean, they've been on the wrong side of seven one-score games. I mean, mm. do we blame Teddy Bridgewater now, or do we wait five minutes? <laughs> do you, do you know, know what though? I was going back and I watched an awful lot of their games or, or snippets of their games. It's it's weird as well. Like he's one of these guys who's a mobile quarterback. They always mm. give us problems. Um. You know, we shored up the run and we said that you coming up against McCaffrey or coming up Derrick Henry, that's the real asset test. It looks like we're not going to be tested again now, albeit uh, the running backs that they have there haven't been doing too badly either. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater is going to run around the place and he can pick out a pass. We've, uh, As we know, we faced him when he was with the Vikes for a short period before that mm-hmm. gruesome injury. Um, but he's still a quarterback that can get it done. But what I did find with this team, Daryl, is, is that they seem to have holes all over the roster. I mean, on offense, yeah. you know, they they stutter around the place they can put up high enough scores and they can kill you in an instant as well but it's when it comes down to their defense really they're 21st in the league um, and they're pretty pants so when it comes down to that i think they've got too many holes to give us a shocker but i thought i read a stat as well i can't remember where it was um that every time we've played the panthers an awful lot of the games have come down to seven or eight points or fewer which is probably explains why the bookies went that way too but um Again, one of these games, we, we're going into it right, uh, sort of resting assured almost that we're going to win and they're likely the most dangerous ones, really. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, I was looking as well, I think the last time they beat the Packers was in 2008. I think the record all together is like two and five. So we've talked about banana skins and games we should win easily. And this one, as you say, could very easily. If our offense isn't clicking, mm. um, we could find this a little bit squeaky. Um, but I'm hoping not. And as you say, their I mean, their defense is 21st. Our offense is by far and away number one. So it's kind of, it shouldn't be. It should be, you know, an easy job. But that remains to be seen. And it really does depend on how well Teddy Bridgewater uh, holds up because I think he's in trouble. I think mentally as well in the sort of I don't know his head's getting the game. I mean, he's obviously got two other quarterbacks chomping at his heels as well. And as you say, there are holes all over the pack there. Yeah. So it's hard to know how much Bridgewater can do by himself. Do you know what? I tried to listen to a bunch of um, Carolina Panther podcasts, the official one and all of these other ones, but I was literally 15 minutes deep 
and they had not said anything about the actual team or what's going on with them. It's crazy. Like they're talking about, oh, funny Jersey story. <laughs> kind of like, yeah, well, you know what? Maybe that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, well, they, maybe there is nothing to talk about there. You know, and that's probably, I mean, yeah. they are at sixes and sevens. Um, you know, they're winning games they shouldn't, they're losing games they should. It's almost they've got everything on backwards, but um, oh no, let's try and beat them by, I want my 40 burger. Yeah, same. I mean, nom nom nom. But when we look nom, at their, nom, nom. you know, when we look at their scores, they're like you said, they're very inconsistent. They're kind of all over the place. You know, first game of the season against the Raiders, they put up thirty. Uh, then they put mm. up seventeen on the books, which is more than what we could uh, muster. Yeah. Then twenty-one to beat the Chargers, thirty-one to beat the Cards, twenty-three to beat the Falcons. Um, but by and large, their scores and they, they really stuck it to the Chiefs as well. By the way, they lost that game only by two points. Um, That's right. So they can shock and awe and surprise you as well if they get off to a, a fast start. I think key for the Packers obviously would be is to get out and do what they have been doing. I think they've Aaron Rodgers said that there are seventy seven percent in the gold area. I think he's I think he said that because gold member. And, I love gold. Um, so it's I'm usually really down to wondering how you were going to try and slot that in today. Oh, no, I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah. I'm well, impressed. are you impressed? Because if you weren't, then there would oh, be. Well, then there is no pleasing you. <laughs> Oh, Any amazing! Excuse. Uh, just if that was scripted. If that was scripted, it'd have been beautiful, but it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't at all, and I had to really uh, hammer it in there. You know, when they say in interviews, just try to keep angling it to your angle. That's what I'm doing yeah. here. I'm just trying to crowbar that stuff in. Um, so yeah. you'd expect the Packers to get off to the same sort of result. They're highly successful in the red zone. Get down there, get a few yeah. fluid drives. Um, and again, what I really like is is that Aaron Rodgers was asked, uh, "What does this tell you about your team now? I mean, are you confident with your team?" And he said, "Yeah, well, look how deep we are into the season." Uh, we're still winning and he feels confident and Dan Orlovsky yeah. broke down I don't know if anyone saw his tweet where he talks about Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to MVS um, and that showed unbelievable confidence in MVS uh, to go up and get that ball because it was so precise so that's really reassuring as well that he's relying on MVS and sort of the secondary mm-hmm. dudes to get the job done as well and throwing into coverage and all that type of thing but when I looked at some of the highlights there for the Panthers it looked like they got absolutely carved up um, on defence just really silly mistakes and brain fart moments so how I expect this game to go is that the offence does click you know they'd be hard pressed to lose it even with low energy or expectation you know yeah. and I think that air offence is far too high powered for their defence and then their offence is going to do a bit of a scramble drill I expect us to go up by about two or three scores and then for them to try claw their way back into it and then ultimately we win I reckon our defence get a few splash plays because I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to have to put the ball up there um, but they have got some nice pieces on defence that can be dangerous Chin um has been incredible and also uh, what I would mention is is that you know their defense is opportunistic to try get the you know nab on and go in for the score but again that's Aaron Rodgers's you know wheelhouse there as well but I did see their special teams were a bit of a shambles as well so Mm -hmm. it might be like who has the worst special teams on the day but again there's enough areas for us to exploit in this game I think for us not to come out the winners yeah and that was my thoughts exactly it's more of a scramble defense we need to worry about that scrambling because you obviously can't plan against that I think their set play is going to let them down as you say their special teams are at sixes and sevens so I think the only risk we have is on the, def- the defence taking advantage of something and mm. catching us off guard slightly. I don't see them winning the game on that. They might snatch a score or two that way. Yeah. But I don't see their set play having any answers to, to what Rodgers will do to them. And what's really interesting as well, um, I thought it was a nice stat. I think we should get to it because he's definitely going to get this um, on the night. But he only needs one more touchdown pass, as in dime balls, to become <laughs> the first quarterback in NFL history with three seasons of at least 40 touchdown passes. How beautiful would that be? He only needs one of them. I mean, if, if they crown him after the last game what are they going to do here I mean he's, he's now standing alone yeah. on this stat so that's going to be cool but you see the thing is and, and I do um, I do like 
uh, Paddy Mahomes and I think he is changing the game and he's, he's spectacular but he does get an awful lot of plaudits for like he goes out and he farts on the field and people are like oh my god that's an MVP fart so it seems like that he can do no wrong um, so you know Aaron Rodgers strangely in the whole MVP race is coming up against him and if all Paddy Mahomes needs to do is something wild or a no look pass again and all of a sudden oh, because yeah. you know it's, it out, yeah. do you know what I call it I call it the OBJ effect because we look at OBJ he came down with that one handed pass but Jesus Max McGee was doing it a couple of decades before he was you know and there's players all over yeah. the league doing that stuff but I it's find, just I don't know if uh, I don't know if it's unique to NFL but I find the American sporting public and maybe it's not unique to even to the American sporting public it's just something I've noticed over the years is that they tend to pick one icon Mm. Out of, I mean look at golf for example Tiger Woods was the absolute paragon until his fall from grace and then they bumped McElroy into that position it seems that they always want to have the idol the icon and that's the person that attracts all of the attention and at this moment in NFL without a doubt it's Mahomes getting all that attention and all that idolatry so yeah I, I completely agree with that if he does come out and do an MVP fart um, you know Rogers' stats are going to go out the window but I just think it's nice for Packers and to, to, I think Rogers deserves all the plaudits when it comes to that sort of stuff um, on our injuries who we who's new injuries I think we've only got Gary Sullivan and Ramsey out which yeah. we kind of knew about anyway yeah and I mean there's an awful lot spoken about kind of you know their offensive line and one side of it being incredibly good so we're going to have to come up against them yeah. with that regard but again we've kind of not really got anywhere with the pass rush so far anyway you know by and large no. apart from a few sort of uh, nice moments from here and there it's a shame too because Gary was really performing well um, yeah but again yeah, he's kind of hitting his stride yeah Yeah. so it's a bit of a shame but yeah I don't think that's I don't think our injuries apart from you know and you sent on a great article there about inside linebackers and stuff and talking about Kirksey and everything else mm. um, but again we've been doing quite well against the run um, and we've yeah. been depending on some people that were sort of you know further down the roster as well so I don't know I, I think in some areas we've been doing okay I was, like dare I say we're looking a bit deep in some areas because we're totally not yeah. uh, certainly when it comes to defence anyway um, but yeah look I, I think it's sort of um, it's hopefully we put up a lead that's insurmountable if not I reckon with the way Teddy Bridgewater can run around the place and chew up time off the clock um, you know it could be a case that if, if they do go up freakishly uh, you know by a special team score or an, you know a pick six which is pretty rare but you really never know um, well then you know they could make life very difficult for us but yeah. um, I don't well, expect they could that just, they could eat the clock I think, I, yeah. I, and I think that's probably the key here if they do that I don't think the score is going to be as high as we would expect I think we will get a convincing win Yeah. my concern is try and go out there score early put the game away and then basically not sit back but we don't want any more injuries because I mean the Titans game for me is probably key I mean the you know to clinch number one seed it's, it's obviously a little bit easier than it is last week this, this easy way win all three games you know beat Panthers Titans and Bears and we're done we've better head to head against the Saints that would be the easiest but I think the more realistic pr- route approach here for us is probably going to be Saints losing to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. we win against the Panthers and the Bears and then lose to the Titans and we still get it. And I think yeah. that's probably still more realistic. But I would like to give the Titans a good go. But you've got to you've got to be realistic too. This isn't the playoff. You know, we, we can't throw everything at the Titans. If we lose it, we lose it. You know? Yeah, it's hard to know what they do there too. I mean, if it's looking likely that um you know, we have the number one seed depending on how things fall. There might be some unexpected things that they start resting players or have a different yeah. game plan. Who knows? It would be nice to have a bit of breathing space coming up to the um 
to the end of the season. But uh, yeah, we never know. But yeah, as you say, I mean, that's pretty exciting because usually it's, isn't it, in a in a stiff competition, it's win out. And if you don't yeah. do it, if you slip up anywhere, and that's the position the Saints were in, I guess. And then they kind of fell by the wayside. I love the way as well, you know, like Sean Payton, absolute hero, legend, uh, Taysom Hill, maybe the future. And then all of a sudden he loses one game, like, oh my God, he can't handle it. Oh, <laughs> kind of like, Scrappy. Yeah, oh no, he's, he's terrible now. You're like, kind of like, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I suppose that's it. Uh, I don't really like calling out scores because sometimes you know from the top of your head you just like to bang out a score that's not actually mathematically possible um, yeah. but yeah I reckon the Packers win do you reckon it's going to be sort of uh, do the bookies have it right is it going to be a close enough game do you think or do you reckon we blow these boys out of the water I'd say it'll stay close for an annoying amount of time but I have a feeling we'll probably hit the mid-20s and I think they'll get a score or two but that'll probably be it yeah, I almost, with the how bad their third down defense is, I reckon we might end up scoring too fast and then our defense starts yeah. to get a bit gassed and then all of a sudden we go up two or three scores and then they claw their way back yeah, in and, and it's still within seven or eight I have, a, points. I have a feeling yeah. that'll happen and I think that'll probably be the case, but I think we'll put them away in the, in, definitely in the fourth and I'd say it'll be probably mid-twenties for us and give them a score or two for good measure and I think that'll probably yeah. be that. Happy days. Well, we're on the run into Christmas now, people, and we have a Saturday night game, which sounds great to everybody else, but it's only not okay. It's not okay. It's so amazing it's not, for me. Okay. I mean, I'm no, so happy. It's I'm not so okay. Happy. It's just not okay. Kitties will be in bed, and mm. I'll be sitting down with me cup on tay. Yeah. You see, the same applies to me, but it's, what, five hours earlier, and everybody else here in the UK and Ireland and across Europe. Um, and we say that too, and then there's lads in Australia and South Africa, and we're like, okay, all right, all right, yeah. you have it harder. You know, when you get up in the morning, you're like, oh, I only got four hours sleep last night, and your partner goes, you only got three and a half. <laughs> you're kind of like, well, all right. worse, if you're sitting yeah. in the Andromeda galaxy, it's still prehistoric times. There's still dinosaurs roaming the Earth. They ain't going to see NFL for a long time. Yeah, it so could be worse. for yeah. those in the Andromeda galaxy. Some people have it worse, and some people in the NFL, as a job, have to wear the letters BJ on their back. So, I mean, there's, you know, nice. there's things that are really bad for everybody here but anyway a big shout out to our new Patreon supporters um, Greg uh, so cheers for jumping on buddy we're creating a nice little community down there getting loads of direct messages as well uh, Dave I did get your direct messages loving talking to you but with it being quick snap quick snap uh, we didn't get a chance to go through some of your comments but certainly uh, myself and my bro will go through them probably in the next podcast some really nice analysis there and anybody else who wants to just shoot us a message on Patreon as well uh, because it's always great fun but anyway that's it from Daryl J. O'Brien give him a follow on Twitter he's quite new you're a little baba little baba oh. on the old Twitter oh, oh look at you putting out oh. tweets um, yeah you're still at that stage where it's actually good whereas I'm at the, I don't know why anyone would follow me because I very rarely ever tweet anyway um, at NFL if you're that way inclined at the Paddy Packer on Instagram so so racist and um yeah that's it until the post victory podcast off jinxed it now it's goodbye from <laughs> us <laughs> go back go